0: You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: In a minute, we live. We, live. we live.
0: Welcome to the Locked On Hornets podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Walker Mail. You can find me on Twitter at Walker Mail. Doug alongside me. You can find him on Twitter at Doug Branson, L O H. And tomorrow, it's Fire Friday, which means Nada will step in the studio and you can find him on Twitter. At Nada the Scribes, so the Hornets are going to be playing the L.A. Lakers tomorrow night. Going to try to make this a five-game winning streak. Didn't even get the experience of four-game winning streak until this weekend and on Tuesday they beat the San Antonio Spurs. But we're going to try to make it five.
1: Going streaking
0: against the L.A. Lakers. And you look at some of the guys that are going to be out of this game. Nick Batum, he's going to be out. Like I said in a couple of a uh, podcast, a couple of episodes ago. Nick Batum lost eight pounds with the sickness that he's gone through right now, and Cody Zeller is out as well. But we did see him shooting at least in a video that the Hornets posted in pregame in a warmups, I should say, not pregame warmups. Just we got got to see him out there practicing and putting some shots up.
1: Wait a minute, hold on a second. Are you telling me that you said that Nick Batum lost eight pounds several podcasts ago?
0: I I think so. Yeah. Because I just
1: learned about it today. <laughs> no, where, that, have I, where have I been?
0: I don't know, but this was a couple of days ago. I think I mentioned because I saw not a tweet about it that it's actually. Damn, this is actually a little bit concerning about Nick Batum losing some poundage right now, 8 pounds. And as you said when you mentioned it, apparently for the first time that you came across it, that you feel like athletes gain and lose weight pretty quickly, and it seems like that is the case with Nick Batum.
1: Well, it was several years ago, that Cody Zeller mysteriously lost a lot of weight and it, it turns out he was like dehydrated. He wasn't drinking enough water, and if you're not high the the, the amount of physical exertion that happens on that floor night in and night out can deplete you of water. And I don't know if you know this, I'm going to drop a little science on you, but humans mostly made of water.
0: All Nick Batum needs to do is drink water then, and he's out there, and he's probably as good as new.
1: Well, I, well, I think maybe if this virus has calls, caused him to lose, and that's what happens, you know, you, you get a little sick, you get a little <laughs> vomity, and, you know, all of a sudden you're dehydrated and... You lost 8 pounds.
0: So, Dr. Branson helping us out here. I appreciate it. Now, Cody Zeller, that's... We talk about not playing the veterans anymore, going with the young guys, and especially when you're on this winning streak. You can't continue. You can't go back. You have to continue to play the young guys. You can't go back after you have tried something new and it's working for you. So it's not like you can go back to go to Nick Batum and have him play the 30 minutes that Dwayne Bacon was playing and get him out of the rotation. Now, I wonder if just because he's a body, Nick gets out there and gives you like 15 minutes or something like that. But Cody, I feel like that would be the guy that if you wanted to win basketball games and not sacrifice young players playing, then Cody Zeller would be the guy that I still think if he was healthy enough, now, I would just sit him out altogether, just let's go after next season with Cody, because we know the injury history there. But if he was healthy enough, and let's say you wanted to get to the playoffs, you got, a two, you got two, three games left on the schedule, I feel like Cody Zeller would be the guy that you don't have to sacrifice a whole ton of young minutes, and he would still help you win basketball games at a higher level than any other big man that you have.
1: I definitely have eight pounds of weight that I could stand to lose. Water weight around my belly, a lot of water there, thighs, ton of water. I could stand to lose a few pounds.
0: Billy and Gomez would be the only guy, right? Like, Billy and Gomez would be the only guy that I think you would be worried about Cody Zeller getting a little bit more of his minutes. And I'm not high on Billy. I know a lot of people fell in love with what he did in summer league, and it was impressive to see him hit a couple of shots from beyond the arc. But the defense has been just as bad as Malik Monk at times. I mean, in the post, he's got he's, he's, he's got his, uh, I don't even know what that is, that the Matadors use. It's a red something. What would you call that? red cape? Is it a cape that they use? Is that what you'd call it? I guess so. Well, he's got his cape out there, and he's yeah. Because
1: they because they wear it before going out there, and then I think, right? Don't the Matadors I don't wear think, the cape, I and don't, then they take the cape off? You are
0: right about that. I forgot that they wore it. It's had, part of their uniform. No, I I didn't even realize it was a part of their uniform. But you are right about that. So Billy takes his cape off and he allows the defenders to go right down the lane and score without any contact whatsoever. That's what Billy does. Olay! And so Billy would be the guy that I'm I'm not as high on getting minutes as the younger players elsewhere, but still I would rather have him, You know, at least you get more data on him. A, a younger player in the post, that would be the guy that you're only worried about sacrificing a little bit of his minutes, but even then, it's not like that would be the one that deters me from playing Cody Zeller, a healthy Cody Zeller one bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, but he helps you stretch the floor a little bit. He's been a somewhat consistent double digit scorer in the minutes that he's getting. He is a perfect foil for Bismack Biombo. He gives you everything that Bismack doesn't give you. So there are those things.
0: I feel like you were just looking up matador stuff. I think you were just looking up matador facts instead of listening to big Man's.
1: No, what I was actually looking up is if you if you do lose water weight, if you lose weight, will it also make your head shrink? Because right now I've had to size down my hats lately. I wish they just made size. Your head is
0: shrinking. Is that something? No, my that head is getting. Ha-
1: no, I'm saying my head is getting bigger and I don't know why. And I, I'm i wondering if maybe I shed a few pounds If I could size my hats back up, but really what's frustrating me is that all I'm having to size my hats differently. Some are hitting three, uh, you're, they're all snapbacks. So so three snaps, some of them are four snaps. That one's a
0: four snapper. It looks like I
1: know this one. So the one I'm wearing today is four snapper, but then a lot of them have been three snappers and it's been a frustrating process figuring out what snap to be on. And I think my head's getting bigger.
0: I have no clue how your head... Can your head shrink or get bigger like That's that? That's what I, don't I was know. trying to look up! All right, go ahead. You look that up, and I'll talk a little bit about the L.A. Lakers. LeBron James is day-to-day. That's the most important injury that you're looking at from the Los Angeles Lakers side of things. Reggie Bullock is day-to-day. Josh Hart will be out for this game. Mike Mescala is going to be out. And Tyson Chandler is day-to-day. And LeBron James, this is the guy that a lot of people were a little frustrated with, especially the NBA. I, I don't know if anybody caught his comments on why he didn't go to the Chris Bosh Jersey retirement ceremony. But he said the NBA is on his ass right now, his words. So he decided to just go out there, not fly to Miami and miss the game, and just play in the Lakers game. But this is a guy that is day-to-day. We talk about needing to steal a victory against either Golden State or Utah, that you may not be able to lose both of those. But certainly you would like to get at least one. And I think that comes with the understanding that all the other games pretty much have to be a victory. That includes the Los Angeles Lakers. And LeBron James scares any team. you know, Because he's on that squad, you know that the Lakers have the capability of beating any team in the NBA. But also, the Lakers supporting cast it's just been so weird it's been a weird fit it's something we questioned right at the beginning of the season anyway and it seems like the lakers the the bad part of what we expected might happen with the lakers that has actually come to fruition and so you would expect (laughs) the hornets right right so that is what you would expect the hornets to do is to get a victory against this team this would be a team that you expect the hornets to beat and yet we know the hornets and what they do you have to be skeptical still
1: what well, it's not about the Lakers, it's about LeBron James. The Hornets have not been able to beat LeBron James no matter what uniform he is sporting, and so that's that's going to forever be the storyline until they are able to conquer it. And it would almost feel like cheating at this point if they get the win over LeBron James and this Lakers team because they are such an absolute disaster
0: now it's funny lebron has been viewed as a disaster the lakers this year have been viewed as a disaster and yet you look at what numbers he's put up averaging 27 and a half points per game a little over eight assists a game. And are people blaming LeBron? I mean and are people, eight and a half rebounds. Are people per
1: game. hating on LeBron? Because well,
0: defensively, of this? sure. I mean he's oh, well. he's been poutied LeBron. Olay. Just like you've seen him in Cleveland. Oh, you know, it it's LeBron that is frustrated and angry. Except this time there was no Kobe Altman to get a whole bunch of different players in the organization. I'm not playing defense for that team either. (laughs) I mean, something that he signed up for. Look, I I think I have a little bit of a problem with LeBron just loafing on defense the entire time. But certainly, I think a lot of people are blaming him in that regard. He doesn't make them worse. I mean, I think that's stupid to throw out there. But at the same time, yeah, defensively, you see him jogging. I mean, it's... <laughs> like just pointing at guys on the perimeter saying, Hey, you go get him while I just camp in the paint and wait for this rebound. He's a rebound stealer, much like Lance Stevenson was. They've got a couple of rebound stealers on that team.
1: It's called delegation walker. It is a perfectly fine tool in management. Uh it's, you know, asking <laughs> Asking others to pick up a little bit of slack while he goes and dunks on everyone.
0: I think your head is shrinking. All right, remember to get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked on Hornets on the new Himalaya podcast app. In every expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlist and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Hornets. We'll be back in just one moment. It's the Locked on Podcast Network. This is Locked on Hornets.
1: I'm a fantastic Googler. I'm bad at logging in. If they were to do sort of a scouting report of of me and my ability to use the Todd, internet.
0: Todd, 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 Todd. Yeah, Excellent Googler. Not a very good guy that's logging in. <laughs> yeah. Very good at interrupting the host anytime he's trying to go on a rant. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Please listen carefully. Hornets are going abroad. The NBA came out with an announcement today that it's going to play a regular season game in Paris for the first time next year. And the league announced today that Charlotte and Milwaukee are headed there. And that game will be played on January 24th of next season. Paris has played host to preseason games before, including one that Charlotte played in in 1994. So they do have the experience there. The Bucs have never played a game in Paris, even a preseason one. And so you look at a couple of the guys that's on the roster right now, it would make a lot of sense. I remember when the NBA announced that they were thinking about doing this, a lot of people... Their eyebrows raise a little bit. It makes a lot of sense for the Hornets to do this because, one, they have Tony Parker on a contract right now. Team option, so we'll see if he comes back to the team next season. But also you have Nick Batum, both from France. Nobody from France on Milwaukee, but you wonder if there's just the Europe connection being there with Giannis being one of the best players in the NBA and being from Europe, if that would be enough of an attractive player to get guys coming out there in Paris, if that's the link. So that it's just interesting to see that Charlotte is able to get it, but also that the Bucks are the other team that they're going to be playing.
1: They have Miritic too, right? Isn't, they do. They do have isn't Miritich. Is he European? And it's all it's all one big European Union for now, Brexit. But um, <laughs> yeah, you got the Greek freak. Not only that, but he is probably going to be the most valuable player in the league. So if there's one player that you would like to send overseas as a showcase of your league then why not send the MVP?
0: I've seen people chatting about this on Twitter. Nick Batum is locked in, so it doesn't really make a big difference whether they keep him or not because he's going to be here. Nick Batum is going to be a Charlotte Hornet next season. But Tony Parker, are they showing their cards that Tony Parker is absolutely going to be a Hornet with this? Is that any kind of message? Because I don't know if I buy into that a whole lot. And I don't. I understand that it would be pretty cool for Tony to go play in France with a professional team in the NBA alongside Nick, who did play a factor, in Tony Parker actually coming to the Charlotte Hornets. But I don't think that would be enough for Tony to not ask for a release if Kimba Walker's not here, and Tony Parker, I can't imagine would want to be a mentor on a team that is certainly not going to make the playoffs, which is going to be the case if Kimball Walker's not on this team anymore. I just don't think that that's something that's going to happen with Tony to factor in that much.
1: So Nikola Mirotic is actually from Montenegro, which is one of the Balkan states, and a session of Montenegro to the European Union, meaning they're joining the European Union, Union is currently on the agenda but I don't, they started that process in 2005, but I'm not certain that Montenegro is actually part of the European Union. I'll report back when I know more. All
0: right, thank you very much. You continue to do a lot more research <laughs> on this and continue to ignore every single thing that By I try to Well, your brain can
1: shrink. Here. I'm not sure your head, your actual, the volume of your head can shrink, but your brain can definitely So you're
0: shrink. lying to us if your head can't shrink. I, why, why did your head grow enough? Well, your hair is growing a lot longer, too, these oh, days. You're growing it out.
1: You know what, that could be it. <laughs> that's... Now I mean, that you, you mention it, that could be
0: it. I mean, you are. Your hair is a lot longer than... I, I've seen your hair long before, maybe at the beginning mm-hmm. of doing the podcast, but mm-hmm. you are growing it out. I'm not cutting it until the Hornets make the playoffs, then I'm shaving it bald. I hope you do go bald. I would love to see that. If the Hornets make the
1: playoffs, I will shave my head bald. We're going to
0: hold you to that. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely going to hold you to that. If the Hornets make the playoffs, would you really go bald for us? You would do that for us right now?
1: I'm so confident that they will not, that I will make the bed, that if they- Doug, I'm the confident they else.
0: are too, but that's a little too confident, that you're going to shave your head. Have you ever come close to shaving your head? I mean, yeah, I were you did ever it buzz once cut?
1: I did it once in college. We filmed it. It was a big, fun thing between my friends and I. And they, they were all laughing really loudly. I was like, yes, I brought these people together, and they're laughing with me.
0: <laughs> so are you going to go straight razor? And are we going just- we're not going one guard. We're going straight up. There's not a hair on your head.
1: And hat. they were all like pointing at me too, like pointing at me and laughing. I was like, yes, no. we are. Yeah, me. No. We're together. All of, all Thanks, you, guys. For
0: sure. All of you guys are included in this joke. Nobody is laughing directly <laughs> at you. It's all inclusion on Why would part. they do that? No, I have no clue. But it is your hair. I'm glad that we were able to come down to that fact. I'm glad we were able to crack that code. Tony Parker, Doug. Mm-hmm. Tony Parker, is that somebody that because they're playing in Paris next season, and does that give you any kind of feeling that – it's going to play a big factor in him playing for the Hornets? Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. But you either. can't run your
1: basketball team. That would be insane. That would be absolutely insane if you ran your basketball well, operations. i to Paris. So. Made those decisions based on a European trip. That's insane. No, that's not how any of this works. It's not how any of this should work. <laughs> they, they specifically engineered the contract the way they did so that it would give this team flexibility moving forward. Devontae Graham, I mean, if he continues to improve on on what he's already doing if he doesn't sort of pull the Malik monk and go into the offseason and then in the first part of the regular season next season and and fall off, then I mean, I, you know, I think they absolutely have to evaluate that contract.
0: Jordan actually has some experience in France. He said, quote, having played in the preseason in France during my career, I witnessed firsthand the passion the French fans have for the NBA. Hornets chairman Michael Jordan also said, We are excited to bring our team to Paris for the History in the Making event. And Jordan and his Chicago Bulls won the 1997 McDonald's championship in Paris.
1: And Nick Batum tweeted, C'est juste magnifique pour le basket en France. La NBA est de retour dans la ville lumière.
0: That's incredible. Can you translate for that that for us? So I know that you know a little bit of Italian. That you took? Did you take Italian in college? Is that correct?
1: So I did some Italian in college, but you don't you don't really learn a language unless you're committed to it. Like a class is not going to
0: help so you. So you failed in learning it. Carry on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, totally. I mean, I don't. I did not know a thing. I mean, it all just <laughs> immediately evacuated in a sea of Milwaukee's uh, best and bush light and you were a
0: milwaukee's best guy in college i was all Bushlight. i was a college. broke
1: guy in college it <laughs> wasn't about you I, know i did well, not I mean, like I, the taste same, of milwaukee same beast. here but
0: i went to bush light i mean bush light was the one that i chose Dude, you
1: can't distinguish you can't distinguish the taste. A little bit of lighter you, you know
0: milwaukee's got a little bit worse aftertaste Bushlight yeah, you not right. have the aftertaste
1: uh, you're right milwaukee's best is uh the st louis style of bush light <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely have different I'm just telling you, I'm just,
0: I'm just telling you, there's a little bit of a difference. Maybe not for your palate. Mine is a little bit more refined in the cheap beer, but I thought so. Anyways, let's get back to this. Can you translate that for us? Do you know enough about the Romance language to be able to translate that to English?
1: Oh, absolutely. So it's just gorgeous for basketball in France. The NBA is
0: back in the city of lights. You could be lying to us and I would have zero clue. Translated from French by Microsoft. What? I would, I would have zero clue if you were actually lying to us or not. I want to talk to you guys about Wyze Cam. Wyze is the indoor camera that does it all and is packed with premium features that allows you to see everything from anywhere for only $20. Wise has a 1080p full HD, images so clear you won't miss a thing, night vision, and two-way audio wise's mission is to bring an amazing smart home product that is accessible to everyone you can check on your home anytime with wise's app live stream connect with life as it unfolds in sharp focus and you can live stream with eight times the digital zoom wise also has free rolling 14 day cloud storage as well as no subscription nothing is too small for wise cam to watch and i'll tell you what put one of these bad boys in front of the tv Uh uh-huh turn it on to fox sports southeast before you head to dinner with the fam okay oh excuse me honey i have to check something for work real quick, and boom, there's Dwayne Bacon sizzling right there on your phone.
1: I like it. Can I put one of the Wise cams on my head, zoom in, like when I'm sleeping at night, and just speed it up and see if my head is growing? You
0: absolutely can do that. That (laughs) is one of the better features on the camera, so we can test if our theory is actually true or not. Again, it does work with your mobile phone from anywhere, and again, you can get free rolling 14-day cloud storage. Go to wise.com. Locked on Hornets. Again, that's wise.com. Locked on Hornets to get the guaranteed low price. We'll talk a little bit more about the NBA and some news that's going around. Jordan Bell got in some weird trouble for the Golden State Warriors. We'll hit on that next. It's the Locked on Hornets podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. This is Locked on Hornets. I can't tell you on wax. I will explain. <laughs> you got your sources? I have. Can you explain what on wax means? I can't tell you on wax right now. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Something I failed to pick up on was Doug's attempt at transition. (laughs) ...that I thought that he was just going to go into. Something I did want to talk about today, both of us wanted to, talk, to uh, talk about today, was the controversy that is, I guess, St. Louis-style slicing bagels? Apparently that's a thing out there that's on Twitter, and you mentioned, of course, Bush being from St. Louis that that is the different type of taste from Milwaukee. I still stand by that. I still think that there is a different taste, but we can get on that another time. Let's go to a different food controversy. So apparently what they're doing in St. Louis to bagels Mm -hmm. is they're slicing these things vertically in a bunch of different pieces rather than horizontally where you have that one big swipe that you have a top and a bottom. Instead, they're cutting it into pieces vertically, and that is so weird to me. I don't feel like that is anything that should be attempted with bagels at all. That is not what they're meant for.
1: I have a lot of food opinions. Most of them people find abhorrent. Uh, they find them disgusting. Yeah, they we'll find mention
0: them, this with Nada tomorrow.
1: They find them alternative. Uh, so I'll just preface what I'm about to say with that. Uh, knowing, <laughs> knowing that. I have a smaller point and a larger point that I would like to make. Which would you like first? The smaller point or the larger point?
0: Um I I like the it's larger point. It's like my point. head. It's either smaller or larger, which one do you want? Let's go with the larger point first. So
1: the larger point is that I'm tired of this internet trend of food shaming. Like, can we just stop food shaming everyone? Like, and you guys are the worst about it. It sounds
0: like somebody that has been food shamed quite a bit. Yeah,
1: a lot. My popcorn and my Sour Patch Kids. Like, how about we just all enjoy the life and and, and food while we still can? Like, we're never promised tomorrow. Let's just eat the bagels like we want to eat the bagels. But I,
0: I think that's hypocritical, Doug. This is coming from somebody that just went in on peanut butter that they did not like, that everybody was saying, no, this is a style of peanut butter that you absolutely destroyed. I feel like it's hypocritical. It's just people that don't like the way that you eat food. But if you don't like the other way people eat food, then it's okay for you. This is hypocritical on your side.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so the smaller point is <laughs> that bagels are really, they fall into this category of food that that really, they're sugar dispensaries. They are they are devices that we use to It's a vessel
0: for sugar to your mouth. Is that what you're saying?
1: It's a vessel for sugar into our mouth. That is a perfect way to say it. And that's what bagels are. And so I feel like when you cut these things vertically, you're actually making it easier to get more sugar in every bite, more cream cheese, more strawberry honey jam, whatever kind of condiment that is sugary that you want to put on your bagel. You're just giving yourself more opportunities. It's easier to get it on
0: there. I like this idea. There's a couple things. One, I think it's more work. Why can't you just slice it once and then spread it all around? I think it's more no work. No one's doing but this at home. This is
1: somebody at a bagel you're shop. You're right.
0: There's nobody doing it at home because it would be wrong to do so anywhere, let alone at home. 2nd I'm of all, very much against I, anyone
1: doing more work. I, I,
0: I, I will agree with you on that. <laughs> as we learned from your peanut butter take. The other thing yeah. that you're missing here is bagels are used quite a bit. As a replacement for your normal sliced bread and sandwiches and bagel sandwiches to me are delicious. If you were to offer me a sandwich where it's just normal sliced bread or even bagels, I'm probably going to choose the bagel sandwich. And you can't do that with the St. Louis vertical style of slicing that you're Praising right now.
1: We have an audience now. Nada just walked into the studio. Watch watch his facial reaction. I think
0: Nada's with me on this. I think well, Nada on, is a fan hold of on. my take on this. Hold on. I do I do like this game of seeing his reaction.
1: Watch his reaction as I say what I'm about to say. Bagels are not meant to be used for sandwiches. It is a bastardization of the bagel because it it completely warps your bread to meats or bread to whatever you put in the middle of the sandwich, the good part of the sandwich, the cream and the Oreo, it completely distorts
0: that ratio. Too much bread. But I think it's oh, up not, to you. Oh, no, I not think it, agree it, with not, not a, get at it. Not a, Tomorrow is your show. Eat it. Tomorrow, I will eat it on a nice bagel bun. If you like listening to this show, you should check out everything else here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and we appreciate you listening. You can subscribe to this show on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Hornets.
1: I have a fire take about Devin Booker. He scored back-to-back 50-point games, but I want to save it for Fire Friday, so that's my tease. Tune in tomorrow. As as I just completely go off on this nonsense that is (laughs) Devin Snooker because he's snookering the he's snookering his own fans. I know I'm saving it. I don't want you see you're you're trying to coax me into going off.
0: We'll talk to you tomorrow.